Good day, love and light to you all, supreme beings. Welcome to another great, exciting episode of Awakening Conversations with me, Mathix, your host. And today I am not alone in studio, in the podcast area today. I've got with me a very dear ancient brother of mine, all the way from Canada. He's here with me today. Hello, hello, hey. Sorry, I have like um, I'm at a I'm at an Airbnb with some of my friends, and some of them can be quite loud. Oh, I thought that was you in the background. He actually has your voice. <laughs> I, I was like, how, how is he here and there at the same time? How are you? How are you? How are you, my brother? Bro, I'm amazing. I'm amazing. Um, I just woke up maybe like um three four hours ago. Um, the sun oh, yeah. is beautiful outside. I, I showed you the view, right? Yes, yes, right. yes. It looks, it looks amazing. Yeah, I just been kind of soaking in the rays, and honestly, I'm uh, just trying to be more here. Um, I've been kind of overindulging lately, so I'm just kind of trying to learn to kind of bring myself back to me. Oh, oh, and that's actually amazing because, like, uh, when you're talking about being here and trying to bring yourself back to you, that's exactly what our conversation is going to be based on today because. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about something that me and you, uh, I, I don't want to say expertise in, but for the, for the mere fact that we've been <laughs> living life to life, you'd have to know something a lot about love and relationships in order for you to be able to understand what it is to be God. So right. our topic right. today is on love, relationships, you know, the, I don't want to say the pros and cons because love is is really beyond pros and cons but when we are in the fleshly body it does seem sometimes to take a toll on people one minute someone is highly in love one minute someone is in a cocoon like right now with this mercury with this um uh, venus retrograde love is such a dynamic it it twists and it mm. turns and to have a brother like you for you to be able to come here and share your views and your understanding of love and relationships is truly an ornament. So I welcome you. Oh, and before you, we get you, into you, it, man. before we get into it, I would just like you to introduce yourself to the people. You know, let let the people know what it is, what you do, where they can find okay. you if they want to follow you. Uh, okay, that's dope. Thank you, thank you. Oh man, he set it up so well, man, bro. Alex is amazing, bro. Like this is beautiful. <laughs> I love your show, honestly. Like I've been watching your show for a little bit now, and it's like it's always an honor to be able to sit down and just talk to you, even outside of just like work and stuff like that. You're just a dope human being. Um, so for people who don't know me, my name is Plametti. Um, my full name is Plametti Matenda. Um, I am a renaissance man. So basically, I'm a multidisciplinary artist. I own an art company called Distant Future. And Distant Future is a visionary company. It's a multimedia company. We make film, poetry, arts, and a lot of different things, fashion as well. And um, yeah, um, you guys can find me on Instagram at Plametti100. It's really easy, just Plametti and then 100. And then you'll mm -hmm. find me right there. And that's like the best way to really stay up to date with me. Um, oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. That's beautiful. And you know, <laughs> wow, you're the best person to talk to about this because as you are saying the things that you are, or the things that you are partaking in, when you're talking about art, poetry, all these are things that seem, uh, that seem to be swimming in, in, the, in the realm of love. So you are the, the Fast, perfect. Yeah, like it's very Venusian. 
about love. And with that, I would actually like to open the discussion and say, Plumedi, what is mm. love and relationships in your oh. view? If you could open it oh, up. Oh, man. Okay. Like, first of all, like, that is a huge topic. Like, when, when like people don't, like, me and you are thinkers. And I think that most of the people who watch your show and listen to your show are thinkers as well. So, like, mm-hmm. love is, expand, like, we relate God to love. That's mm-hmm. how big love is. So, it's like, that's a, that's a big topic. But my personal understanding, my personal um, God-given perspective, like I like to say, um is that love is anything that allows you to remember the God within yourself. And God to me is potential energy. So love should always bring you back to you. Like for Mm. me, like when I think of love, I think of like my wife being somebody who grounds me, who really allows me to like know that like I am valid as a human being and allows me to stretch my wings a bit more. So it's like, Mm. for me, love has always been about um, a returning. Like, it should feel like home. It's natural. When you open up the keys to get to your house, it's natural. When you're sitting down getting some juice in your fridge, it's natural. You're at home. It's easy. You can be yourself over here. So for me, love is a returning. Um, And maybe that's why. So let's see. Love as a relationship. Um. Oh no! The, the the second question was love as relationship, right? Mm-hmm. With with a, a significant other. Okay, okay, okay. So now that's really that's really funny because it's like that's um really subjective. That's based person to person. But like mm-hmm. my perspective on love and relationship is, um, if I would give a tip anyway on it, it would be like, you can only love yourself. Or you can only love others as much as you love yourself. And it sounds really corny and it sounds like a Facebook quote that we've all heard. But it's mm-hmm. like, it's super facts. It's like, if you have no context of the experience that you want to give someone, you're going to give them a, a 2D version of that experience because Ooh. you don't have self-experience of it. So, so you're kind of going to give them a vicarious secondhand yeah, because it, you're giving it's like nothing. a 2d cartoon um it's mm. more idealized than anything if anything like and i learned this the hard way because like i have a venus and leo so it's like um for the people who know what that means it's just like um we have a tendency to idealize our partners because for us our partners are like the greatest thing in the world so um i learned along the way that like man you have to learn how to love yourself and set expectation for yourself before you can really set expectations for other people and especially like in relationships. Cause it's like a lot of people nowadays, we, we want a lot of things. There's a lot of things that we want, but um, it's hard for us to grasp those things because there's a deep seated part of us that doesn't believe that we can truly have those things. And mm. I think one thing that helps is going out there and having experience like this game of planet earth is like set for you to win like you just have to notice it like bro if you fuck up you learn experience experience turns into wisdom so there's no such thing as mistakes so it's like you never lose no matter what you do it's like literally the game is set up for you to win so i would just encourage people like i just like to i just want to interject it because when you say that uh you never lose it, it it brings this question to me as to Sometimes 
love love seems to have a, a dual nature because like like, mm. people, like like say for me in uh i'm a I'm I'm a Venus, right? Like uh, I'm ruled by the planet Venus, right? Oh yeah, you're Venusian. Yeah, you're Venusian. Yes, I'm a Venusian. So I understand love, but at the same time, I'm able to scale it out to know that this can be the most amazing thing, and at the same time, it could be the most biggest, most painful thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. People afraid to go into relationships, afraid of the pain. And is that is that stopping them maybe from gaining something? Because when you um, say that you never lose, then that pain must be from uh, it must okay. be beneficial to something. And why why does love hurt actually? If if I may ask that, bro, fam, like I, I'm so that's such a dope question. Okay, so um, I think that love hurts because humans have a weird thing that we do, and it's like I can't really blame us because it's a it's a weird kind of power of being a human being. Human beings have the ability to scale time, which mm. is really unique. Like there's not a lot of species on this planet that have the ability to scale time. So we're able to do something that am- most animals can do, which is sacrifice. Like mm. we, can, we can sit down and go, okay, well, I could get a banana now or I could wait and then I'm going to get a banana and a yogurt. Like, you know, we're able to sacrifice. Most animals are primal beings. They'll just go for what they can get right now. Mm. So I think that with um, when it comes to love, it's kind of like the same thing where it's like um, some people have sacrificed and then not have gotten the labor, like, like they, they haven't got the fruits of their labor. So they now use that example as a precipice, uh, a precipice for the future. So it's like, okay, well, I've had this bad experience and... Well, based on what I know, which is fair because it's based on what they know, they haven't lived another experience outside of that. So like, well, based on what I know, my relationship and love life has been shit. So it's probably also going to be shit in the future as well. It's it's really smart. Like when you think about it, like from a logical point of view, it's like it makes sense. Like you're just mm. being logical. But eventually this is where I love like spirit and kind of like taking yourself out to like breathe. Is that like when you have an outside perspective, you kind of realize that, well, the only constant thing that I do know about life is that it's constantly changing. So there has to be a possibility where I'm not um, in a messed up relationship. So the tip for that one really is people are afraid nowadays because we use past relationships to justify our future. To gain the, the, one of the, the current re- relationships or future relationship that we might have. Exactly. And it's like, that's why I built Distant Future. Because it's like, I wanted to show people that like, bro, like the Distant Future is great. Like it's right next to you. Like it's literally a dimension away from you. So it's like y- y- people, a lot of things that we do is based on fear-based living and more like more precisely like fear-based decisions. And I've been trying to like teach myself for the maybe the past couple months now how to be, um, how to make decisions from a love-based perspective. And it's hard because you live in a society where it's like, it's like, if you're a logical person on this planet, you're going to have a really easy and hard time. You're going to have a really easy time from a material perspective because (laughs) the game is rigged in your perspective. So you're going to win no matter what you do, bro. Like you're blessed. As long as you just keep doing that, you keep being the logical, clear person that you are, you're going to win the game. All you want are facts, straight lines, give me this. Exactly. You're going to win the game, bro. 
Right. Mm-hmm. But then as you get older, you'll start noticing that. And this is something that I really love uh, is that like we have intrinsic values and that's placed upon all of us. So it's like there are some things that are beyond logic. There are some things that you value that are not logical. Your favorite blanket, your favorite person, like it's not logic driven. It's heart driven. So eventually there's going to. I like that you say that because when you when you look at that, it's like uh, when you are in a relationship like with me, like let's say personally, I know that at, at some moments you love this person so much. And that very same person, unlike anybody else, has the potential to do also the most damage to you. So it's unlogical. Yeah. It's not something that you can yeah. be like, this is this, it's chaos. And I think that's what you know, love is. In a lot is. of ways, a relationship is a liability in a lot of ways. Ooh, like, ooh. It's like, it true. seems so chaotic, but at the same time, we are, we are, we are chaos beings because we, we cannot buy. If, 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 I like that you said in the beginning that love is so powerful that we compare it to God. And, they, and, and there's a saying that you cannot box God. So the moment you box love and we compare love to God, are you not boxing God by boxing love? And I think that that's what people do. They box this unboxable thing into one cocoon and then they try to channel it instead of letting it just be what it is. Let it show itself to you. If it's painful, let it be painful. But that that doesn't mean that you should run from it. If it's if it's lovely, let it be lovely. But that also doesn't mean that you should attach to it because that's another thing. Attach. Bro, you know what's so crazy is that like, it's funny because it's like in a lot of ways, this is what polygamous people are saying. Like mm-hmm. polygamous people are saying that like, well, how can you attach like yourself to this only one person? Like you're limiting what love truly can be. Love is universal in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And in that mm-hmm. sense, I can always kind of understand um, how how they're going about their way and how they um, how they philosophize. I can understand that. I'm like, okay, that makes sense to me. Um, true, true. Because there's this saying they say that when you if 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 you are walking in a field and you see a beautiful flower, if you say, "Wow, that flower looks amazing," I love it. They say the moment you pick it up because you want to attach yourself to it, you kill it. <laughs> so the best mm. they say that the best love is the love where you can love something from a distance or the ability to love something so much that you would even let it go. I think that's a skill that humans don't have or we have lost. Okay, so now you're getting to my favorite part when it comes to love, especially in relationships. And Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. learned this the hard way, so I love talking about this all the time, and that's sovereignty in relationships. Ooh, forget, me about that. Bro, like, okay, so I'm going to describe what sovereignty means so people can understand what that word means. Sovereignty means, in, in the sense of a nation, it is a nation that is self-sufficient. It doesn't need another country for food or any other resources. They're able to self-provide for themselves. That's what mm-hmm. sovereignty is. So a sovereign mm-hmm. person would be a person that doesn't need other people. Not because we're mean and we're like, nah, we don't need you guys, but just because like we're self-sufficient and we don't need you. If you give us help, that's an option. We might take that option, but we know that we, we're self-sufficient. So that's a mm-hmm. sovereign person. So sovereignty mm-hmm. in a relationship is huge because we spend a lot of time in relationships um, 
getting lost in the sauce, you know, we, we, we start unifying, you know, that um, Harris Gamos kind of starts happening, that universal um, marriage, that spiritual marriage starts happening. And um, mm. we get lost in the sauce and we kind of forget that like, hey, um, one of the things that attracted you to your partner is their individuality. They stood out from millions of people on this planet. There's billions of people on this planet and they stood out. So what you love about them also is their individuality. So you need your job in what I believe anyway, is that you should be able to see your partner for who they are and be like, how can I find a way to help enhance you? How do we grow together? You have goals and ideas. I have goals and ideas. How can we help each other? It's really a partnership. Like that word, mm. we threw it around loosely, but like, it's really a partnership. Like I use this really dope analogy when it comes to love. I always say, um, my wife and me, it's going to be like, I'm an artist, right? So um, imagine I'm making a painting, right? And I've been painting. And then there's another half of the painting on my canvas that I'm painting on. And this random girl just comes out of nowhere and she comes in and she starts painting on my side. And I kind of fuck with her style, you know? Like she's doing some Ooh. dope next level graffiti on this. I'm like, okay, okay. I didn't really ask for you, but you were dope. You know what? Okay, you know what? I got another canvas. Let's do a blank one. I'll give you one side. Mm -hmm. I'll decide. She's like, okay, okay, let's do that. And we keep doing that. And then a whole day went by. And then I hit her up the next time. I'm like, yo, do you want to make more paintings? Yeah. And then a whole week goes by. And then a whole month goes by. And then a year, 10 years, 20, 30, 40. And the next thing you know, I live my whole life with you. And that's the that's the analogy I use for love where it's like like it should be like a partnership it's like it's it's not about oh I'm you're my partner because it makes me feel good that I'm in a partnership it's like no you're my partner because I appreciate the fact that you're you the fact and that you're you unique exactly like the, not even you I think I think it also comes it also comes with the fact that like most people fall uh, most people don't fall or these days in the century living and they don't fall for someone's um what uh, virtues they kind of fall for someone's I, like they have this idealism in their head yeah. that it's an idea of who yeah. they think that person is and once they're with them the reason most relationships i feel that they don't even last is because now you're starting to see the person's real personality and now they're not fitting right. those ideas that you projected bro, to that person bro you know mm -hmm. what's crazy mm -hmm. um china i believe it was china i believe it was china or north korea when they had the pandemic and um, mm -hmm. right after the pandemic end, they had like a 51% divorce rate. And it's this, like this, this current pandemic that this current yeah, that we're going through right now, like this quarantine, like they had a 51% divorce rate. And it was because it's like, you're stuck in a house with the person that you supposedly love. And then when oh you're not word. busying around, rushing around and stuff like that, and you really get you to get sit to down with a person, you're like, man, you we don't have oh. a lot in common. Wow! Wow! Actually, I th it's 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 like work, distraction, the kids, and all these things. They were there as as an escapism that these people escape. I mean, seeing exactly. someone for only two hours a day, people, you don't really get to because to feel. No, because I said like, think about how many people get together just for like financial and economical reason or like family reason. Like we're Africans. So think about it. How many family members do you know that got together just because like family put them together? Oof. 
Right. Actually, there's, there's quite a few because the whole putting together starts, it's like even in India, the whole arranged marriage thing. Podcast. <laughs> My bad. I went to go get some food. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Right, okay, go ahead. My bad. <laughs> no, I was saying that even even in, in, in India, the whole arranged marriage thing, but, yes. but then makes me wonder because there's some arranged marriage that, that actually, actually work. work yeah like so what, funny, is what is that I, about? I have a friend can you learn to love someone can you learn to love someone actually, okay 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 so this is kind of like a back and forth one okay because i have a friend of mine he's from pakistan uh, he's pakistani and like he he broke it kind of down to me and like i'm not gonna lie i kind of get it in a way think about it if you have a good mom who's been there for you and really knows you who knows you in the world more than your parents? Like, who knows more of what you really need in life than your parents? We may not always agree with our parents, but, like, they raised us, dog. Like, I'm sorry, but they have a different perspective. That Like, they're like, okay, look, I understand you're living your life, but I also raised you. I've seen the patterns that you are seeing right now when you were, like, two months old. So, like... Mm, they know the core essence of you. Exactly. Like they raised you. They saw you when you didn't have the consciousness to uh, walk around with an ego yet. So like <laughs> you. So it's like he was telling me he was like, man, like think about it. Like nobody knows you like your parents. Like I almost got into an arranged marriage and it's like the girl was perfect. She was everything that I wanted because my mom knows everything that I like about a, like and it's like so it's like in a lot of ways that can work. Sometimes it usually doesn't work when it's like um, your parents don't know too much about you or like they're making an arranged marriage for like economic and financial reasons. Those ones usually mm. don't last too long because it's like, it wasn't like your parents did this because like, oh man, like he's a really good person. It's like, well, we can get a bag and she won't kill him. So, hmm. <laughs> well, wait, now, uh, since on the topic of arranged marriages, let's take it a step further into spirituality or rather into astrology in terms of, do you believe that such things as soulmates and twin flames exist on the planet that there's a divine other that you were set to meet before even you come to this planet that this, because most people don't believe in it and some people mm. believe in it and wow. it's true for both. So uh, do you think that there is such a thing as what? someone who was meant for you prior the existence on earth and okay let me let, let me ask that part first mm -hmm. okay so do i believe in soulmates and twin flames mm -hmm. okay okay so yes i believe i do I, okay so take that I, in. okay so mm -hmm. i believe that like, yeah i do believe like in soulmates and twin flames um I believed in soulmates because like I have a moon in Scorpio. So like I only literally attract soulmates. Like all my partners have been soulmates. Oh. Like it's oh. so um soulmates has like been So you can have more than one soulmate. You can have more than oh, one soulmate. Okay, yeah, okay. So I'm I'm gonna break that down what those even mean because people get really lost in the sauce about what like those mean because of Hollywood oh. and movies and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, okay, your soulmate is just a mate that you have, that you have a spiritual connection with, that you've met in, but like, for example, me and you are soulmates, dog. Like the members of my soul tribe are my soulmates. Like they're a mate, like, like, like a matey, like your partner, a matey, your soulmates. Mm. So like, 
That's what they are. They're like they're so it doesn't big. always have to be romantically involved. It that's doesn't have to be a romantically involved. A lot of my soulmates, I'm not romantically involved with. So mm, okay, okay. So, but I've also had moments where it's like again, think about it. Like if you have a if you have a small perspective on what love means, and you meet somebody of the opposite gender, think about how like people are so like frisky with each other already now. Whenever they just meet another gender, like. So it's like mm. now you mm. meet another gender that's like on the same vibration as you. You guys have synchronicities together, bro. It feels like magic. You've never experienced this. The only thing that you can relate it to is Hollywood. So obviously, <laughs> a lot of people want to date their soulmates, and it's like okay, you can do that if you want to. And some people um go they go from soulmates to eventually like living their best lives and going living multiple um lifetimes together. Twin flames is different. Like twin flames is literally like the energy of the universe is made out of polarity, right? The yin and yang. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's it's literally that's what it is. It's like the yin and the yang. It's like when God divides himself and comes to the material world, there isn't just going to be a male version of God. There's also going to be a female version of God, right? So it's the same true, thing. True, with you. True. So if you are God, if you are source consciousness, when you come down to this planet. You're not just going to come here as a male person. You're also going to come here as a female person and get the female perspective of what it's like to live in 2020. I mean, Mm, mm, so mm. now the twin flame is is different because now for me, I never really had a choice whether or not to believe in twin flames. Like I've always just been aware of mine. Like we've, we've, we've known each other for lifetimes. So it's kind of like, it's like, it's always been apparent to me. It wasn't like, oh, I get to like, oh man, I, I didn't know what twin flames were. I just always knew that I had a person. Like I always knew I was married. So these are the things that happen. These are the type of people that you can meet uh, prior fleshly body meet. You can meet yeah. them before you even see them physically. Exactly, yeah. In yeah. dreams and visions and things like that. Exactly. Like, like your twin flame connection is so different because it's like your twin flame connection is they are you. So like it's it's it, again it's, it's very different from like your soulmate. Like your soulmate is another being who you share the same vibrational frequency. You guys are able to tag along on the same spectrum and go for a ride called life. Your mm, twin mm. flame is literally your yin or your yang. It's literally the it's the, you. It's literally you. So it's like wow. That's- yeah, and it's like, freaky, man. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, it's wow. super freaky. That's why it's like when people are like, there's not a lot of people who have twin flames. That's why twin flames is such a rare thing. It's like a lot of people claim they have twin flames, but they end up having karmic partners. And I'll explain what that Ooh. is. Oh, please get into that. Okay, so <laughs> a karmic partner is a partner who you had some unresolved issues with. So in another lifetime, you guys have to meet up again. I've had to deal with that as well, where it's like, my word, I'm thinking right now, I'm like, hey, man, like, cause like I'm having, I'm having a weird experience. Like it's just, okay, let me, let me tell you like this. So my past relationship, I really, really thought like this person here could be my twin flame, Mm. but as I was Going through my spiritual awakening, the the ancients or what I would call my higher God mind 
mm. have me conceal or not even let that person know about certain spiritual development that I was making. And I was like, if this person was my twin flame, they would have to know. They so would know already. Back, they wouldn't even have to know. They would know. They would feel it. They'd they be like, you're changing. I don't know what's happening, but something's going on with you. They would feel it. And they would be able to somehow, I feel like it, it doesn't have to be that they would be able to endure, but it's, it's like, you should know, like, yeah, don't know. like you should it. know what I'm, now when I look back, I'm like that, because when you said a comic relationship, it kind of, it, it kind of hit a spot. Like, could that have been, because right now, currently, currently, mm-hmm. I will not lie. It happens to such a high degree that the mate that um or my partner it's mm-hmm. it, it's almost as if my heart is hers i can feel literally if i would say mm. something i could feel the emotion i could feel when she misses me i could feel mm. uh, i could this person misses me right now i could feel like ah she's annoyed i could feel i can feel it literally and then i i, I wouldn't even ask her the, the same time i would ask her the next they're like hey what was happening here she's like i was so annoyed i was like what it it, it it almost happens like this when her heart changes it's like my heart changes so, mm-hmm. okay let me ask you a question then because like, this is something that i was kind of like ponder for myself is that like okay you have to also be aware that like you're a spiritual person as well with spiritual gifts and spiritual abilities so when Ooh. we get into relationships they're not like the regular relationships that people get. Like people become spiritual when they get into relationships because they tap into their godly essence. They tap into that unique mm, consciousness mm. while they're having sex. Boom, in and out. They catch that. They catch that moment of like unity consciousness in and out, in and out, in and out. They catch it from time to time and they become more mm, spiritual mm. As, as, they, as they grow together, whatever their version of spirituality looks like for them. So you already hmm. being a, an awakened, mastered body. You know your energetic body and able to freely control it. Knowing mm-hmm. that and then getting into a relationship, you're in a different mode of relationships. Like your relationships in general are way more spiritual than other people. So like they your karmic team. partnership is going to be very different from like another person who's going through a karmic partnership. Like, oh, oh, that so makes, but. But but also uh, just to interject there, I think another thing that lets you know, mm-hmm. uh, besides your intuition, are the prior happenings before the meeting. Because mm. the same place where I met my partner was the same place where I was with my friend, and I remember I was, I, I went I went on a a year and five month uh, celibate. I was celibate. I was like not yeah. with any other not with any other lady. I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm going to keep myself in this state. And at that time it was weird because a lot of feminine energy and a lot of women were coming my way, but something kept telling me, wait, 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 wait. And I was like, wait, wait for what? It's like, wait, two months passed, four months, five months. Next thing I know it's a year. And then they, they got to a point where I was like, no, I really, really want someone to match who matches my frequency, who someone who I will not just teach as a man, because a man, we know that in a relationship, we are the leaders, we are the teachers, we are the ones who initiate. But I was like, I want someone who could match my frequency at that level who I could learn something from. But mm-hmm. funny enough, the same place where I was with my friend and I, and he saw me call out, uh, 
I was like, yo, man, I'm tired right now. I want to meet someone who matches me to a very high degree. In that very same office that I, I called for her is the very same place where we met within like a few weeks or it was probably even the next week she walked wow. into the same office. And her name, her name, uh, her name is, uh, her name has to do with, with calling and listening. So, so her wow. name in Hebrew actually means to listen. So I called out and she actually listened. That was, I was like, what? That's dope. <laughs> what? And she is such a good listener, bro. Like she's an amazing listener. Man. So like when you, when you're talking about this, you, you actually helped me out because I'm, I'm able to connect dots now between the soulmates. And I think this is also uh, helping a lot of people, which is why I knew that you want to be the best person, uh, best person for this between soulmates, twin flames, comic uh comic relationship i literally learned that today yeah yeah because like it makes it makes a lot of sense now because it's it could get confusing yeah man honestly because like you know what's the thing with me is that like all of this stuff i learned it like by going through it because like i used to see stuff on instagram maybe after going through the events and mm-hmm. i started realizing that the there's like levels to it but it's not levels of intensity that's the problem with this is that people think that like the level of intensity is how much I love you. And it's like, nah, like usually the level of intensity is how much you should get the fuck away from them. Like, like but, but um, what, what, what it usually is, is that like, um, like I said, um, again, my version, cause it's just my perspective. I can't tell people how, how to love, but um, mm. I've always noticed that the purest love feels like home. It always just feels natural. It doesn't feel like I need to do anything or talk a certain way or keep a certain level of energy. I can just flow. I can literally just say whatever. You Yeah, like I literally can say whatever the fuck I want to say. I can do it. It doesn't matter because you're not going anywhere because you're my home. So like. Wow. 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 so, wow, that is wow. <laughs> right. So, 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 like, for me, like, that's what I've noticed is like when you get to that level, um, that's to me, again, my perspective is like when you start like hitting that twin flame life, um, where you kind of start realizing, like, holy fuck, like, that's that's different. But then you can also have, like, I've noticed, for example, karmic uh, partnerships are very intense. Because, again, it's like you guys haven't seen each other for lifetimes. There's a lot of things that you guys got to discuss. There's a lot of angry sex. There's a lot of sex in karmic <laughs> There is so much sex in karmic relationships. It's a lot. <laughs> so it's like, oh my word. Huh. yeah, those, those are usually dead giveaways. Like, if y'all are just having a lot of mosh sex, bro, it's like, okay, I, we might have had a lot to catch up with. So, um. Those those are good. Um, soulmate ones are, are very funny because soulmates one are just usually like the way you meet a soulmate is usually funny because you meet them like a friend, like le- like literally like most soulmates you literally meet them like a friend, and then sometimes you can choose to be more than a friend with your friend, or sometimes mm-hmm. you guys can just stay friends, and that's usually what <laughs> happens. So some people choose to be more than friends, and some people are like nah, bro, like we fuck with each other, bro. Remember when we fucking went to like Egypt and shit? Yeah, bro, I remember that shit. Yeah, All right, let's yeah. go, bro. Like, so everyone has the flip. How do they usually? They, how does it usually happen around there? Um, with, with twin <laughs> flames, like. With twin flames, like, how you meet them usually, again, is, like, it's all energetic. Like, you feel them. 
Like they don't even have, like, for example, like I said, like, I don't know what my wife looks like. I'm hoping she's black. Like 99% of me is like, she's black, but like, mm. like I have no idea what she looks like, what she, what she talks like. I just know what she energetically feels like. And that's my only giveaway. So anytime that I talk with a woman, I'm like, I feel out their energy. If it's not her energy. I'm like, that's not you. And that's the and only you kind of thing know I- she's coming. I feel like with the twin flame, you kind of know she's coming before. Oh yeah, before bro, get- they abundantly let you know. They abundantly let you know. Like it's it's not even like a kind of thing. Like it's not like oh, I think that maybe no. Like they'll <laughs> fucking let you know, bro. <laughs> wow, man. Wow. And like this, um, this brings me to to to, to the last segment that that I wanted us to to to, to touch upon, which is the 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 purpose of of if of of the supreme being or the most high deciding to split itself for it said that before the coming or the eating of the apple into the flesh we were androgynous beings nice. we were one being so what is or what was the purpose for now mathics to be mathics individualized as masculine and for my particular spouse to be in that form where now she's that and I'm this, but then we're still each other. What was the whole purpose of, of the split? Why did we even have to split? Was there a purpose or did it just happen? Yeah, it's really, um, honestly, it's really easy. Like I've explained this to you before, but the whole purpose is depth. It's um, when you create a vesica Pisces, you leave a hole in the middle and that hole gives you the circumference for depth. So like, what you when you have two different perspectives, you're able to create um, more depth and more experience. Again, the whole purpose of being on planet Earth is to experience emotions. That's why we love horror movies. That's why we love comedies. That's why we love dramas because that's us playing God at that moment. We're just reflecting our reality upon ourselves. So, wow, seeing seeing yourself in in, in another in another timeline, in another dimension, in another uh, mode of thinking perspective. So it's, it's basically what we're kind of like doing as a people is it's, um, how do I put it in a way that, okay. Okay. Repeat your question one more time. I'm going to put it in a better juicing. Okay. The us having come from androgyny and now coming into this physical body, like I'm masculine mathics right. in my, my spouse is feminine. Okay. 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 So, um, like I said, it's like depth. Right. But then another thing about it too, is that like, um, when, okay. So as an androgynous being, you have the ability to basically be like anything and everyone, like you're like, you're, you're literally God at that point. Like, like you're God represented flesh, literally. Um, but just like, like I said, life on this planet is about emotions. It's about experience. And how do you get the most experience by taking yourself the most away from godliness? Because Ooh. godliness is experience. Like it's, it's like, it's, it, it, well, it's not experience. It is. It just is. It's not a state of being. It is. It just is. So it's like, again, God is potential energy. So energy just is. So for you, for energy to be able to be experienced, it has to turn into something of oh matter, right? So you have to degrade yourself. That's why you notice that the people who have the most experience are usually the people who have gone through the most shit 
aka Jesus, Ooh. aka Buddha. You look at all these people, they've gone through the most crazy Mother Teresa, Gandhi, they go through Ooh. the most. Why? Because you need to separate yourself as much from God to really understand and have the gratefulness when you reconnect again, if you're lucky to, to come back in the presence of God. Wow. Wow. That is the, mo- that, that is the most well put answer. I think, I think <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to again, bro. That. I was like, yeah, I got to put this in a, in a way that makes sense. That doesn't sound like fucking wow, wow. science fiction and shit. I'm glad. I'm glad you, you, you made me ask the question again, because I'm like, Oh my word. Uh, I thought you just saying that it was about depth was deep enough, but like that other second part, I was like, wait, what can I just pause for a moment? Wow, man, that is really amazing. And and lastly, uh, brother Plimedi, in in yeah. coming to a conclusion, I would say that most people these days they give up on love. They Whew. love has just love has just become another word, man. Like that we just yeah. use. We a find love in a Hollywood in production the program. Exactly, we find love in. In pornography, we find love in 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 trivial things. That, but you know, the, okay, ooh, I love the, the, okay. Listen, 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 listen to listen to the words that you said. We find love in pornography, in menial things. And again, this is what it goes back to the first thing that I said. Humans' only problem in life is that we don't have context, and we're horrible at making correlations between things. That's Oof. our problem. Like we Ooh. make correlations that have no correlation. That's why fear Ooh. is false evidence appearing real. You're making Ooh, one you're correlation off. with something that has no correlation with the next thing. It's just faith that something bad is going to happen to you. And what a waste of faith. But wow. <laughs> like, like, like so, so kind of like that's how I kind of put it. It's the same thing with love. It's like, yeah, you definitely going to think that like love is in pornography if you've never experienced love. Of course, you don't have the context of it. So, of course, when you see it, you're like, you're yeah. Gonna, you're gonna, mm, you're gonna yeah. see it there. So, um, what would you, what would you say to that person that has, in in conclusion, if when we leave it on a positive note, because mm-hmm. we 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 are all love entities, but yeah. we have been yeah. systematically taught. They say that we we are uh, who who said this? Nelson Mandela. He said that no one is born hating another person, but we are taught to hate. So, what would you say to that person? What would you say to that person who has been hurt and who has given up on love and now is seeking to take that path on of self destruction and meaningless relationships? What would you say if you have any words of advice to realign or bring back that person to that state of understanding the importance of not only self-love, but also maybe love with a significant other. Mm, okay. Well, if, if you're going through a hard time right now, I'm going to just, I'm going to tell you right now, it's about to get a lot harder. <laughs> it's about Ooh. to get a Ooh. lot harder, my friend. Like, I'm sorry. Like I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it to you. If you're really going through some bullshit, I'm not going to sugarcoat you. I'm not going to come up to you and tell you this la la land. I'm going to tell you that it's going to be. I'm going to tell you that right now what you're doing is you're climbing Mount Everest. And there's a lot of people who try to climb Mount Everest. And there's a lot of people that die trying to climb Mount Everest. So you have to ask yourself, do you want to climb Mount Everest? Because I promise you, the view is amazing. But do you want to climb Mount Everest? So, wow. You have to be honest with yourself. You really do. Like, if if you're not willing to go, because love is a battle. 
it's the ultimate battle. So if you're not a warrior, lay down your sword and accept your life. But if you're, if you do not like the life that you're living, if it doesn't sit right in your spirit, that means you're a warrior. And that means you have to go fight. So climb the mountain. And take those risks. Ooh, wow, 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 wow. Well, right there, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from the one and only brother Plumedi. You heard it from him. Uh, to get his details, if you have forgotten, go uh, restart. In fact, I think you might want to listen to this podcast two or three times. Uh, his, his information that in the beginning there. Thank you so much, brother man, for joining me in studio today. That was such a fulfilling conversation, not only for me, but I know that for whoever is going to listen to this is going to benefit on a very, very high level, spiritually, physically, and in all in, in all ways that a person can benefit. So thank you so much, my brother, for joining me. And until next time, man, uh, thank you so bro, much. Thank brother you guys Pumedi. so much. It was an honor to talk to you, bro. I always love kicking it with you. Um, I do also have my own podcast. If you guys want to listen to more uh, of my thoughts or idea. And like I said, um, I have an Instagram. It's Plumetti 100. You can just hit me up on there and you can always stay up to feed. And we, me and Mathix follow each other anyway. So like, we're going to have a lot more of these conversations on the way. No, definitely, definitely. And like that, ladies and gentlemen, we are out for today. Enjoy everybody. <laughs>